up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Tuesday, August 31st, and this is the Live Cut Show. Don't want to say it too enthusiastically because then you come across as someone who's excited uh, about Guys being cut from NFL rosters, but NFL teams that have to get down to the 53-man roster today. And we're going to break down everything about it. Today's show is sponsored by Bud Light. That's right. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. Big Six presented by Bud Light. And you can share a limited edition, or we want you to share a limited edition Bud Light team can with us as you listen along. We're live on YouTube right now, uh, so you can see the can. For the fans, for the Panthers, roar. Game day, two states, one team. Blue and black attack. Hashtag legends. Mm. To get your Bud Light limited edition team can sent to your house, go to BudLight.com slash delivery to order. BudLight.com slash delivery. Go get you a Panthers can or a Steelers uh, a Steelers uh, bottle that Ryan Wilson's got back there. Or um, I guess the Bengals thing that you got. Preach. I thought the Bengals cans were the nicest, to be honest. I'm, I'm judging not by the talent on the roster, but by the can itself. <laughs> I rank it number one out of all 32 cans. I've seen all 32. I got sneak peek. I, I will say that I think the Bengals, pro- the, the Panthers, just the nature of the Panthers, it's like it's blue on blue with Bud Light, you know? So like you lose a little bit of pop, even though you have the alternate blues. Whereas with the Bengals, you have a very like orange and blue, the, con- the, you know, the, the New York Mets style contrast. In fact, one could argue that the Bud Light can is far more attractive than the Bengals logo. Oh, I was doing the New York. <laughs> I was doing the, uh, it became the, the Cincinnati Bud Lights and went with the, went with orange and blue as their colors. It would be better than their current setup. The Cincinnati Bud Light Mets. Is that what you want? There you go. Speaking of the Bengals, by the way, hmm. our old friend, Randy Bullock, Ooh. released. Oh, he missed. He missed. Oh, and he may have pulled a hamstring or a muscle, and there is complete elation. I get sad every time I hear it. And you know what? Here's the best part. Brinson's burying the lead here. Randy Bullock was so bad in Lions training camp that the Lions cut all their kickers. The Lions have zero kickers on their roster right now. They decided they would rather not have a kicker than have Randy Bullock. So, wow, that is tough for Randy Bullock. That is what's going on. And, and you know what? That could just Dan Campbell being crazy saying, you know what? Let's not have a kicker. We're going to go for it on fourth down. We bite kneecaps. And if, you, if you're a biter, you can go for it on fourth down. That's pretty logical. You know what my biggest takeaway is? Not only did he leave with Randy Bullock, but he started the podcast breach by saying, I don't want to say cuts too loudly because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings for people losing their job. He fell out of his chair playing the Randy Bullock clip because that poor <laughs> man got cut for not being good at his job. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, notable podcast people uh, that you know that we, we talk about a lot who are involved in cut day, that's a great tweet from friend of the pod, Greg Rosenthal. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside made the Eagles over Travis Fulgham, mm. which is a case of just not accepting the L. Oh, ho, ho, a pie down hard. Seriously, Debo, what? J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, really, over Travis Fulgham? Ortega. There's no justification. Greg is right. Debo is defeated. Debo's given up on the season 10 days before the start of the season. He is out. If it makes you feel any better, I drafted just drafted Jalen Rager in our office in a 2016 office league. 
Should have dropped Devonta Smith. Who? Devonta Smith. He wasn't available. It's the it's the eighth round of a 2016 league. Uh, anyway, but actually, we are bearing the lead here because the important thing to talk about, and, we, and if you want to listen to it, you can go check out our uh, our emergency podcast on the subject matter with myself and Ryan Wilson, about 10 to 12 minutes long. But Cam Newton, cut by the Patriots, one of the first cuts this morning on Tuesday morning, and certainly the biggest cut, right? I mean, this is a breach. We didn't get your reaction, so I'll go to you first. Uh, Cam Newton released by New England, paving the way for Mac Jones to start on a scale of 1 to 10. How surprised were you? Uh, is a 7,000 an option? That is how surprising. That far above your 1 through 10 scale. Just, I was shocked. I literally thought that, you know, when you're on Twitter and you're scrolling through and you see news and you think someone got uh, Adarn Sheftered, that's the, the fake news Twitter guy that people start yeah. retweeting. That's what I thought I saw at first, and then you see it everywhere else. And, uh, you know... I think that after Cam had to miss those five days for violating COVID protocol last week, that the three of us agreed that, hey, that means Mac Jones could easily come in here and win this job. And that wasn't going to surprise any of us if Mac Jones ended up as the starter. I don't think any of us thought there was any way they were going to cut Cam Newton if he didn't win the job. Like, that wasn't even on the radar. You keep him on the team. He knows the offense from last year. You let him be the backup. Uh, so this was just totally shocking, but you know, when you start digging and, into and it, by, and by the way, just really quickly, sorry, uh, I got to give a shout out. One of our podcast listeners, uh, Chris, I don't know his last name. I believe he's a Broncos fan he is at game time CC. Uh, so assume his last name is because of the C, uh, he is a uh, DM me on Friday at like six o'clock. It was like, if Mac is named the starter, the Pats cut cam. I said, wow, that's a, that's, that's a bold take, but I, that is it. That is certainly on the table. So good job by Chris to, uh, Call this call a shot. I I didn't see that coming, but I think uh, maybe as you were about to say, Breach, when you start to think about it, it's kind of, one. If Cam, if the vaccination thing is an issue with Bill Belichick, that's in play. Two, you have to have multiple playbooks if Cam Newton is your backup or if he's your starter. And then three, it's entirely possible Belichick went to Cam and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go with Mac as a, the the starter. Do you want to be the backup, or would you rather us let you go?" And Cam was like, "I, I just you know just go and let me go. I appreciate the time." Yeah, any of those are absolutely possible. And yeah, that's what I was going to say, Brenton, is that if you're Belichick and Josh McDaniels, you're looking at your playbook and you're saying Cam and Mac Jones have such different skill sets that it makes more sense for Brian Hoyer to be the backup in this situation because he's more similar to Mac Jones. And then you say that to Cam and it's very possible they did what you said, Brenton, and said, hey, look, do you want to stick around here and be the backup or do you want to be let go and be a free agent? Uh but yeah, this was just absolutely shocking. And then it just opens up this can of worms I think we're talking about right now, which is what does Cam Newton do, do next? I mean, we're nine days away from the start of the season and he doesn't have a team to play for. Yeah. He is your opening day Bengals quarterback. That's what I think. Hey, he could be the Steelers quarterback of the future. By the way, yeah, nice comeback. You're like my nine-year-old. Oh, yeah? Well, what about your team? Yeah, but mine be. made more sense. It wasn't a comeback. It was actual prediction. Wait, well, I mean, I think there's a chance Cam retires before Ben. What? Yeah, I mean, it may be it won't be forced retirement. He has an option, but um, oh, well, I don't I don't know that he's does have a lot of options. The Texans he, could be in he, play. He, the Cowboys well are this, considering he him. Played well this preseason. It wasn't like last year where he clearly was not his himself. I think it's just a matter, and this is what we talked about on the pod, the Cam Newton podcast that Breach was too busy cutting his grass to join us for. 
is that, you know, he doesn't want to be a backup, presumably. And if he doesn't, that limits his options. Well, that's that's my operating theory is that I I don't see. I guess I don't see very good landing. There, there's no starting job for him. I mean, the Texans would be the only option. I, me, I don't think he's not starting in week one for the Texans. No, let me they, ask you this, though, Breach. So let's say he got cut in June and he I'm going to name the teams. That you tell me if he makes his team better or worse, if he's the starter, the Giants. Worse. Oh, you rather, have, close. Daniel, close. You rather have Daniel Jones? And you want, it's iffy. I'm not. I'm not getting rid of a guy I just drafted for one year of Cam Newton. That's that is the deciding factor for me. All right, the Bengals, and by that I mean Andy Dalton or Cam Newton. Wait, what? I'm the Bengals. Sorry, the Bears. The Bears. Uh did is Justin Fields? Did I draft him? Still? You still drafted Justin Fields? Uh then I probably keep Dalton. The Lions. Why are yeah, you Jared Goff's got too much of a cap hit, I think, to go to Cam. I, no, these are hard. Like, I'm not sure. I, I'd probably go Jared Goff because I don't think the Lions' offense would be any better with Cam Newton. And what about that? Like, this is uh, this will be the last one. The Carolina Panthers. <laughs> They're better with Cam Newton than Sam Darnold. <laughs> the Cam Newton that played this preseason 100%. I mean, look, he's not going back to Carolina. I know, but my point is that if this had happened sooner, and this is not necessarily the Patriots' fault or Cam's fault, or who, I'm just saying, like, to Breach's point, he's like, he's not going to find a job right now, and that's true because the the season's about to start. But if this happened three months ago, two months ago, whatever, he makes some teams marginally better. Doesn't make them substantially better, but I think he makes some teams marginally better. I mean, I think like would the Saints have considered it? I uh, no, I, I would have kept James. They resigned Jameis, and they'd like Jameis last year. I would have kept Jameis. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm, like, there's He's no one in the NFC, all right, there's no one in the NFC West that is going to even consider Cam in the NFC uh, West. Well, no. I don't. I I'm mean, running. I'm just running through the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are we talking about as a starter or just signing? Starter. Okay, because I think the Cardinals would be an interesting fit if Cam yeah. Newton's willing to be a backup. That's not terrible. I would, would you rather be in in Dallas or would you rather be in Arizona? And I'm just speculating again. I don't know who, who wants him. Um. If, if it's a backup, if probably Dallas. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, I'd, I'd go to Dallas. Right. Okay. It's Dallas. You play for the Cowboys. Also, the, Cowboys been, the Cowboys could have signed Cam Newton last year, and they didn't. Jerry Jones has been pretty uh, pretty emphatic about his uh, players getting vaccinated, just for whatever it's worth. Yeah. He said, it's part of the team, man. He said, got to be, got to be, got to be a teammate. For the greater good. Greater good. That's what greater JJ good. said. Yeah. Jerry Jones said. Uh, Packers, no. Bears, potentially. No, they're not going to do that. I mean, they're open to trade Nick Foles. Is Nick Foles worse than Cam Newton? They're just all in on Andy Dalton. So they're like, he's not going to the Bears. No, they're all in. I I think they're all in on Andy Dalton for like two weeks. And then I think it's going to be Justin Fields' time. I just, I just think they're committed to Andy Dalton. It's just uh, find a landing spot, man. Well, they that paid would $10 be million. the total Bears move, though, to add Cam Newton and then be like, all right, you're Dalton, you're going to start the first two weeks. Cam, you'll start the two weeks after that. Then Nick Foles the two weeks after that. And then Fields will put you in a week eight. Let me ask you this, Breach, because Princeton and I talked about this on the, on the Cam Newton emergency pod. What about the Colts? I don't hate that idea. You know, obviously, they just said uh, quarterback get injured. They're dealing with the same unvaccinated starting quarterback situation uh, right. that we've seen around the NFL. You can't have, you know, you don't know if Carson Wentz is going to be available, but I don't know that if Frank Reich wants to bring in another unvaccinated quarterback and be dealing with that exact same issue. So, so you and Debo are, are higher on Carson Wentz than Brinson and I. Again, let's go back to the June scenario. Cam comes in in June. He plays like he did in the preseason, which looks pretty good. 
Who well, do you think is better for the well, Carson Wentz has a history with Frank Reich? I think that's the deciding factor there. I think that's why Reich would stick with. Yeah, Wentz but so does Frank Reich's high school girlfriend, and she got dumped. I mean, my point is that is it she doesn't a quarterback necessarily... with NFL talent. What is the unnecessary drive by of Frank Reich's high school girlfriend? Oh God, maybe she, I hope she's maybe not she, listening to the podcast. <laughs> maybe she Wilson. doesn't. My point is that just because you have a relationship doesn't mean it's a good relationship. Yeah, I mean, apparently it is though because uh, he gave up. Oh, God, that'd be terrible. Well, I mean, the obvious one is Washington <laughs> to reunite with Ron Rivera. What did you I'm sure you guys talked. What, what are your thoughts? No, on that we one? didn't. We didn't talk about okay. that. Uh, that. I think that would be the like the first one that would come up right now. My first thought was Dallas as a backup. Not as, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick's better than Carson than Carson than um, Cam Newton right now for that offense. You don't think so? Do you think Rivera would bring him in as a backup? Well, oh, he has. Whoa, 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 whoa. Breaking news. Uh oh. Linda Fick, Reich's right. girlfriend from their days at Cedar Crest when he was a football star and she a cheerleader, now his wife and mother of three children. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, Linda. You said her name's Linda? I love that Bre- Brett's an interruption. Well, so this proves my point then. Uh, oh, Wilson. The high school girlfriend, like, oh, they don't always end well. Nope, they do. I know. Do. All right. So listen, my my apologies, Linda, number one and number two. Her name's Linda, right? Yeah. And number three and number two, I guess Carson Wentz is going to win the Super Bowl and go to the Hall of Fame. Brenton, again, dispensing terrible news because he's a terrible person. Uh, you mentioned um, the Reds. Uh, the, oh, the Ooh, that was team. close. That was I'm close. Clustered. The football team. He has um, Kyle Allen, one of the Allens, the one he had in Carolina as well. So I don't know how many how many. Carolina Panthers quarterbacks does he want on the roster? Yeah, Kyle Allen is uh they really like Kyle Allen. The uh it's somebody, Kurt FJ, I think in the, in the YouTube comments said suggested the Ravens as a backup to Lamar Jackson. RG three is now doing, you know, television. They have Tyler Huntley I, and Trace yeah, And Huntley was so good in the preseason. I don't know if you want to like put him any further down the roster. So no, that's right. Huntley was good. That's a good point. I don't think, I think the, let... here's the problem with Cam Newton is that even if even if like maybe Cam is a is a better player than your current backup. You're trying to develop your current backup. Who's Devo young. says cut Trace McSorley. No, they they did they wait. Oh, they did McSorley. cut. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, oh, yeah. what I about? You to cut him. Sorry, Debo. Thank you. Uh, I was like, why? Yeah, I was like, why do you hate McSorley so much? Yeah, what about Jacksonville? Strong. You give Urban Meyer this crazy, completely different skill set backup quarterback, and he can come up with a few funky plays to use. Do you want to do that to your season? rookie quarterback? I mean, you sat you you sat him out for fifty percent of the first team reps during training camp, so I don't think Urban Meyer will have any problem uh, taking snaps away from his rookie quarterback. But uh, again, that doesn't mean it's a good idea. Oh, I don't say it was a good idea. I'm saying from Urban Meyer's point of view, uh, Urban Meyer's point of view and good ideas are mutually exclusive things. Right? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't know that Cam Newton wants to is going to want to be a backup anywhere. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll pull the old. So they sits here. out 2021. I'll pull Dale Wilson here. Yeah. Has Caesars updated their Cam Newton landing spot odds? Uh, no, no, no. That's not. I, I haven't seen any. Because uh, that feels like something that people would love to gamble on. Those are g- generally just. All right, here we go. Cam Newton next team odds. We'll find find something. Oh, I just find I'll unblock my ads one time. Yeah, they that I fall for that one, and then it blows up in your face. Um, Wilson having a tough podcast. Betting AG, the Steelers were the favorite at plus five fifty. God, that's throwing your Colts, money. Away. Cowboys, Washington next at six hundred. Fifth on the list. Cam Newton, the Panthers. Stop it. 
and along with the Ravens and Texans, the Cardinals, they're just listing teams. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's a, it's not a, there's nothing informative per se about the odds. I don't think that's more. All right, so one team that he can start on Texans in a, in a month. Yeah, that's actually that be the only answer. That's the only I mean, answer. The Lions, he's probably better than Jared Goff, but as you mentioned, Jared Goff's getting paid a lot of money. They're not going to sit him on the bench. Uh, well, apparently the Dolphins don't want to be starting Tua. So maybe you. That is, I mean, come on. There's a huge difference between Deshaun Watson. There's a huge difference between Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton. Right, here's, well, no, here's... Of course, there's a big difference, but I'm just saying that if you're trying to get Deshaun Watson, you're, that, that means you're not 100% happy with Brian. Let's use your relationship analogy. It's you have a girlfriend. It didn't work. But you're still looking at all the other girls trying to try. You're still on Tinder. Here's, here's my ice cold take presented by Bud Light. Cam Newton is going to walk away from football for the year 2022. He's going to say, I'm, I don't want to be a backup. I don't want to like you know sit there and, and, and watch someone else play in front of me who I know that I'm better than or know that I'm more talented than. And Cam Newton likes to spend his free time in Atlanta, like wearing fashionable hats and bizarre uh, clothes and foxtails and whatnot. So Cam Newton walks away from football in 2021 and ends up becoming a fashion Instagram male model. That is my hot take. That is my ice cold take presented by Bud Light. So like the oh, Derek yeah. Zoolander of NFL quarterbacks? So pretty much, yes. Derek Zoolander. And Jared Goff, by the way, for the Lions has a dead cap. Like he has a dead cap. I mean, they're just not – his contract just eats up too much money. you got to see if he's the guy. I don't think that's too crazy. I, I mean, Cam might just – if there's nowhere to sign and he wants to compete for a starting job and there's nowhere to do it, then you say, all right, you let your body heal for a year, take a year off football and – well, and, and the other thing too is that Cam is a tough one to because he is so he has such he's he's polarizing. He has a lot of star power. You know, he has um, a lot of you know. I mean, like he is. If if you if you let's say you bring him to Miami and Tua struggles, fans are going to clamor for Cam to come in and replace Tua, and you sort of have to build a whole different package around Cam Newton, and so it becomes a lot of work from an offensive standpoint, because, you know, you have Jacoby Brissett who can just run. And I'm not saying that Cam can't be better than Jacoby, but I think the difference is probably negligible at this point. Maybe I mean, Cam has more upside, I guess, if he's healthy and playing well. Um, but he just got smoked by Mac Jones in a quarterback competition. Yeah. And, and, you know, but if you bring Cam Newton in anywhere, unless you have an established starter, isn't that going to happen if the team struggles out of the gate? I mean, look, Dak Prescott, Cowboys fans, uh, like Dak, but he's coming off, you know, obviously the ankle injury, the shoulder strain, and they open up with not an easy schedule. If you sign Cam Newton and you lose your first two games, which are both on the road at Tampa Bay at the Chargers, and you're 0-2, I mean, don't you think fans are going to start saying, hey, can we put in Cam Newton? You know, like it's going to yeah. start craziness no matter where he goes. So I th you do have to be careful about bringing him in if you're a head coach because you don't want to disrupt team chemistry. Like if the if the Washington football team brings in Cam Newton, I would think that Ryan Fitzpatrick would be a little miffed. You know, he's he's like, hey guys, you, you told me I was going to be the guy, and I was going to try and you know elevate the offense. Now you're bringing in Cam, like that's that's putting. And Ron will be like, look, Ryan, we've watched your film. You give us four good games a year, then you're yeah. bad for five weeks, which is when Cam will play, and then we'll put you back in for your four good games again, and then we'll go back to Cam. I've got it all figured out. Does anybody I, hate Ryan Fitzpatrick more than the John Breach? Are you kidding me? I'm Ryan Fitzpatrick's number one fan. That's not true. I, it is true. Outside of the Fitzpatrick family, I'm the number one fan. Mm -hmm. 
There are only nine more days until fans are back in the stadium for the kickoff of the regular season to celebrate Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL, just unveiled their limited edition team cans design for the fans. They sent a, they sent us some. Of course, you have to check them out, right? Ryan Wilson, what you got there? Let's see what you got. Oh, Ryan actually discovered that his um his cans, not only there's, there's a custom design for each fan base. For instance, I have for the fans. Um, oh, right, look at that. And if you can see it on you can see it on youtube.com slash pick six, but Bud Light has one like City of Champions, Y-I-N-Z. And the so the Steelers, the, the bottles, the 12-pack bottles, glass bottles, have different types, individual different slogans on there. Whereas if you get the aluminum bottle, it's printed all over like icy blue. Uh breach. I don't suppose you happen to have a Bengals bottle. Drink them all. Yeah, it's called drinking them all, Brinson. Good. Had them for like Responsibly, though. Yeah. Yeah. You said, you said that you were going to drink one every time I, even the Bengals won a game. I have one. Oh, yeah. And well, did you watch the game on Sunday? They lost on a Hail Mary. So, so you should have one side. in front of you. Then. Now, the flip side is if you have a heartbreaking loss. Also, Evan McPherson had a 57 yard field goal in that game. Um, so I celebrated a beer with that. It's, you know, they're actually right behind that- me. If I get off screen, I can grab one. Do you want me to grab one? Yes. Wilson got up and went to the bathroom. I mean, I can get up. Yes, you can stand up and get a, a unless you're not wearing pants and you're worried that we're <laughs> going to see that. Yeah, just just uh, crab walk your way over there. <laughs> are these, these, By the way, these bottles are hitting stores now and are the only beer you're going to want to have in your fridge this season. So head over to BudLight.com slash delivery to find out how to get yours delivered. What, what do we have there, Breach? Game yeah. day. Touched it. Okay. Could you read it off there? He can't hear you. He doesn't have his headphones. Uh, he doesn't have his headphones. All right. All right. Again, that's great description of the Bengals. You can't hear me. Uh, again, that's BudLight.com slash Since you can't figure out, you can't get John Breeze to tell you what's on the Bengals can. Order yourself some Bengals cans to be delivered to your house. BudLight.com slash delivery. Enjoy one responsibly with us. Who day? Isn't that the wait? What is the who, same? Who dat? Who dat? Don't even who say dat, it, Brenton. It's still a sensitive topic between Bengals fans and Saints fans. I mean, Saints fans. Saints clearly a better football team. Yeah, but they stole the chant. That's at least your worries as a Bengals fan. I mean, it's that's true. All right, let's get to some other news. A bunch of um, what new the news and notes, and of course releases. Uh, if you got if you, if you're watching on YouTube.com/slash Big Six, and you want a, uh, a a take on something that happened around the NFL, feel free to ask us in the in the chat, and we will try and uh, we will try and, and answer that for you. Uh, the Panthers mentioned them. They also waived Will Greer, former third round pick out of Charlotte, who uh, went to West Virginia and then. Uh, did not work out as the heir apparent to Cam Newton. The Cowboys waived Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert, which means they pretty much have the worst backup situation in the NFL with only Cooper Rush behind him. Maybe Cam does make sense with the Cowboys. Yeah, it's up to Cam, though. As you know, we sort of laid that out. You know, aren't you concerned about the? I mean, Dak's not healthy, and you got, so, I mean, it might be 16 games of Cooper Rush. Maybe what Jerry Jones was thinking was, well, we signed Andy Dalton last year, and he was terrible, so it doesn't matter who we put back there if it's not Dak Prescott. <laughs> Because I mean that felt like some some dummy. I almost called myself a a beehole. Uh, yeah, thought that the the Cowboys were going to win nine games with Andy Dalton. Cowboys are going to win nine games. <laughs> <laughs> so forget it. Put Cooper in there. See what happens. Uh, Bill Romanowski in the chat asked if we uh, if Cam will play on the team as a starter. And no, we do not think so. The Texans probably the only landing spot there. If you miss, no. Wait a second though. 
no. on, ha- on Halloween, is Cam Newton a starter? Oh, that's a – is that really Bill Romanowski? <laughs> um, hi, Bill. Big fan. Uh, Halloween – no, I don't think he is. Okay. I mean, my hot take is that he's going to he's gonna be – um, Male modeling in Atlanta. Male modeling in Atlanta. That's right. Oh, boy. The Lions released Brashad Perryman, which is not really – that big of a news, except for the fact that I drafted him in a bunch of best ball. <laughs> Former first round pick. And also the that's the most lions thing ever is to sign a free agent in March, guarantee him $2 million. Cause you're so sure he's going to make the team and then cut him. Uh, so can you name uh, the, the receivers on the lions right now? Jeez. A piece I, can of name, I can name, I can name one. three of them. Uh, I'm in Ross St. Brown's the only one I can name. Tyrell Williams is on the team. Uh, what about? Quintez Cephas. Ah, Quintez Cephas. What? That sounds like Hingle McCringleberry. <laughs> <laughs> Quintez um, went to, where'd he go? He went to like Nebraska or Indiana or something. Where'd he go? I thought it was like somewhere in Georgia. He went to Wisconsin. Okay. I think. I'll double check. But um, Actually, like randomly, we were down in uh, in Lake Oconee for our, uh, for our, yeah. for our uh, golf trip. And uh, I ran and met some folks when we were out to dinner who uh, they, they, they'd grown up with Quintez Cephas. That's a fascinating story. Did you find $20 per chance? I did not. Um, so anyway, are you, are you concerned about the Cowboys? I think I say are you concerned about the Lions? Yes, I'm very concerned about the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron Schatz was on the show uh, yesterday, or no, today, earlier today show. I need to tweet that out and said that he actually likes the Lions over four and a half. Uh, yeah. All right. Show me where they're coming from. And, you know. I mean, the under is so low. It's a 17 game <laughs> schedule. So you can still lose 12 games. And you get the five wins. So, I mean. What if you lose 13 games? Then what do you get? Then you don't get the five wins, Ryan. That's and called that's math. Why, that's called losing. <laughs> that's very obvious. What but, was I the mean, over-under, again, pulling Wilson, what was the Jaguars over-under a year ago? I mean, it wasn't one and a half. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Right? It was probably four or five or six or something. Either, I think it was four and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they are bad teams out there. And this team feels worse than the Jaguars team a year ago. <laughs> they don't have a kicker. They don't have a kicker. That's all you need to know about the Lions. <laughs> it happens. Zero kickers on the roster. That is weird. Uh, the the money badger, Michael Badgley, speaking of kickers, was cut by the Chargers breach. Surprise there. You know what? I am surprised because he was competing with Tristan Viscaino, and they both didn't have a great training camp. And so usually when that happens and you have two guys that are playing about equally, you stick with the guy uh, who's been with you. Badgley has been there for three years. Um, But, you know, they brought in competition because he only hit 72% of his field goals last year. He was in the bottom fourth of the league in accuracy. So they had to do something, you know, you can't call yourself the money badger and miss nine field goals, which is what Badgley did last year. So it kind of feels like the Chargers just wanted to move on from Badgley, and they were just waiting uh, for Viscano. Just just show us something so we can cut Badgley, and it never really happened. Uh, and so they said, all right, you know what? We're just going to get rid of him, and uh, we're going to move on from Badgley. So very interesting to see the Chargers make a change at kicker because, Brenton, as you know, Chargers are the one team that just cannot find a kicker to save their life. Indeed. The uh, Chicago Bears got rid of Desmond Trufant, which – Man, I mean, the the Bears are not uh, not exactly stacked at cornerback. Yeah, their defensive backfield was an issue, and their offensive line was an issue. And 
Trevon, clearly they didn't think enough of his preseason to keep him, but that doesn't solve their problems. Yeah, I mean, they basically have like Jalen Johnson and Artie Burns, a couple of rookies, Duke Shelley. Had to get rid of Kyle Fuller in the offseason. And Charles Leno, by the way, the offensive tackle. Again, positions they, they desperately need to add depth to. Yeah. Uh, by the way, before you go on. Are the Bears also cut uh, rookie uh, wide receiver Daz Newsome? Yeah, he he wasn't great coming out of college. Like He played in that high-powered offense, and Deami Brown who I think was the second round pick of the of Washington football team um, yeah, was the more dynamic player. But I mean, that team was all about um, the running backs and Sam Howe. So that's sort of surprising that they drafted him and then he immediately got cut or, you know, got cut as the last wave here, but he was undersized and he wasn't very fast. I think he ran the four five, high four fives, but uh, I just want to point this out before we go on just about, you know how we have the conversation about that national championship football team could beat, Jaguars, Lions, whomever. So Phil Yates at ESPN tweeted this out. So the 2018 Alabama football roster had three future starting quarterbacks in Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones, two future first-round picks in uh, Josh Jacobs and Najee Harris, and then Damian Harris went the third round for the Patriots, four future first-round picks at wide receiver Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, four other first-round picks, uh, Jedrick Wills, the left tackle for the Browns, Alex Leatherwood, who was the first-round pick of the Raiders, Patrick Sertan, the cornerback for the Broncos, and Quentin Williams, the defensive tackle for the for the Jets. So could, do you guys think a team of Alabama NFL players could be, be – Jaguars? I mean, they, I think they would beat, beat the, the Texans. I, I, think, think, I think a team of Alabama NFL players would beat the Texans. No, it, I was, it, this it, team it doesn't right here, have to be from 2018. It can be from any year. Yeah, that, like not the, not beat the Texans. So would they win more games than they lose? So uh, over I'm, under eight and a half. Right? I mean, the problem is you have three quarterbacks, but that doesn't really do you that much good. Yeah, but I I mean, just these Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith is a great place. They're scoring a ton of points. They don't have a kicker. <laughs> they don't want right now. I feel like this team. I, I would have to go through the entire roster. Maybe that's something I'll do in my free time. I mean, you have two tackles in Jonah Williams and Jedrick Wills. Boom. Oh, Jonah Williams, too. That's right. And or Cam Lillard. Robinson uh, with Jacksonville. There you go. So, I mean, because the offensive line is the key to all this, because if you don't yeah. have a good you offensive got, you line. Got Landon, Landon Dickerson. Landon getting crushed. Put the band back together and, and go. That's right. Yeah. I mean, defensively, you've got Donta well, Hightower, uh, Jonathan Allen, Christian Barmore's having a really good uh, can, uh, preseason. Barmore, Minka, uh, Landon Minka Collins, Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick, Ronnie Harrison, your Marlon Humphrey, trio, Marlon Andy Humphrey, Jackson, Marlon Humphrey. Oh, yeah, this team is winning. Think of your receivers. You have Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle, Henry Ruggs, Julio Jones, Jerry Judy, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, <laughs> Calvin Ridley. They're going your, undefeated. This team, your is, receivers this is, are stacked. This college got OJ Howard and Irv Smith. I mean, this is like all right. Quinn right. Williams, Xavier McKinney. You guys it, are talking about, will they beat the Texans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be, they'll be the Texans. Well, they, they, and then they have Derrick Henry at running back. I mean, this, yeah, this team, team is Melvin They Ingram, would win uh, the Super Bowl. Mark Ingram, who I totally forgot about the when they were staying at midfield. Look, four feet, four feet short. Yeah, this team is going to defeat. And Drake, Najee Harris. I mean, this is like that. the running back depth. It's like it would be the best. They would have the best receivers and running backs in professional football. Tweet that out, Brentson. Say like, let's make the let's make the over under eleven and a half. I feel you, like their biggest weakness would maybe be linebacker. Well, Dante Hightower's playing. That's um, one. Mosley, Rashawn Evans, Rashawn as Mosley. Yeah, Rashawn Evans. Yep. Yeah, C.J. Mosley. Um, 
Reggie Ragland. Oh, Reggie Ragland. That's a little. That's a little depth, right? Depth, right there. Depth, yeah. <laughs> Mac Wilson. Yeah. Just, this is a good team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not think, getting now. If you get a bunch of injuries, this team is done. But yeah, no, but we're going. You always work under the assumption that people can say so. Eleven and a half. Dalvin seven, Tomlinson on the interior too. Golly. Did we even say like Pat Sertan? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mentioned yeah. that. That was in Fields' original tweet. So oh, okay. I, I'm asking you guys, 11 and a half. Are you taking the over or the under? I'm not fading Alabama. What what division are they playing in? Are they like in the NFC West or are they no, like no, in they're the, the NFC a- East? They're, they're the AFC South. Okay, AFC South. I might take 11 and a half. Oh, they would definitely they're minus 125 to win the division. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> Brenton, that tweet will get uh, Brent, Brent, you could tweet it. That tweet will get you like 40,000. Is, is Nick 40, Saban coaching this team? The twist is that Zach Taylor has to coach the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what a big jam! Bang the under. All right, sorry to get off track there, but I saw that tweet and it's sort of related to All cut right. day because we always talk about we need, to, we need to make it out into a depth chart, and then you're like, does this? How many? Does this over under eleven games? Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, like you said, I'm begging the over. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, what? You were going to talk about Desmond King. You talked about our Desmond Trufant. You talked about who's next on the list. Oh, the Vikings traded for uh, Chris Herndon with Irv Smith uh, looking like he is oh. going to be out for some time. And that, I find yeah. that, uh, I find I like that, that spicy. I like that fit. Now it's been three, two or three years since Chris Herndon was, was something. I think maybe he got injured and for some reason he didn't. Yeah. He's had some all field stuff and got injured and just never, never popped. Everybody's waiting for it to pop, but maybe, right. maybe this is the post Adam Gase bump that he needed going to Minnesota. <laughs> you, you're crushing Adam Gase. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit, bro. I love that uh, in the rundown, Debo just puts Eagles. <laughs> the whole Eagles team got cut? Holy crap. That, that was Brinson. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't like the whole Eagles team got cut. No, but you yeah. put Eagles as a... Oh, Eagles. Uh, Whose cursor is hanging over that right now, Brinson? <laughs> yeah, that's Brinson. I didn't write Eagles in there. Okay, sure you didn't. We well, have a starting that. quarterback in Philadelphia, officially. That's yeah, right. Jalen Hurts. I see what you wrote there. And then Travis Fulgham got cut, which is sort of mesmerizing because we were talking for the podcast that Jay Jaw remains on the roster. You talked about that on the podcast. I can't remember. That's fine. Uh, they also announced that uh, Jordan Maialata will be the starting Ooh. left tackle. Oh, boy. What happened to Andre Dillard? Dillard? Yes. It's, uh, Devo, your thoughts on the former rugby player starting at left tackle for Jalen Hurts? Let's go. I mean, not not great that a uh, first round pick has not lived up to expectations. But we're gonna beat out by a seventh round pick. Yeah, not great. Not yeah. ideal. Dang I'm, it. I'm all in on all Australian rules players. So, Debo, what happened to Andre Dillard? I didn't watch any of. I haven't watched him in a while. He just is not. I mean, he's he's dealt with some injury issues, but not lived up to expectations. And a lot of people praise the Eagles for moving up in the draft and taking him away from the Texans, and the Texans right. then reached for. What yeah, was that the, lineman's the name. Tyus Howard. Tyus Howard. There you Tyus go. Howard, yeah. Um, yeah, just has, has not lived up. Uh, continuing the line of uh, questionable Howie Roseman decisions. Here's the thing, and um, I don't know if this is how it played out with the Eagles because I haven't watched Andre Dillard in Philadelphia, but I remember watching him at Washington State. He played in that um, Mike Leach offense, which is air radius with Gardner Minshew. Air radius all get out. So he didn't do any run blocking, and maybe he lacks physicality, but he looked really good as a pass pass blocker coming out and then you sort of have to just do the math okay how's he going to be his run blocker and clearly didn't work out well in that offensive line yeah I, he was, did, did he play a lot last year where everyone hurt Debo, or was he part of the injury crew 
It was just a, a part of that injury crew. I mean, Jason okay. Peters was in there, Mylata. They moved around some guards. It, it was a Jeez. revolving door at left tackle recently. All right. The, the, did you buy a Gardner Minshew jersey yet? Who? 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 Devo. I don't recognize our third string quarterback. What? Uh, oh! You best recognize because he'd be your starter in about you six best. weeks. UBSS. Oh! <laughs> Breach versus Devo. <laughs> hey, what was that claymation uh, fight stuff? The fight show on MTV should be called. What was that? You remember that? I, I do remember it. Yeah, no, that? That's what we, I want a Debo versus Breach claymation. You, you want a celebrity death match between celebrity us? Celebrity death match. Well done, Breach. Yeah, I want to oh, yeah, see good that. Call. Yeah, that was awesome. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. The Steelers in, uh, in news that is not related to the Eagles and or Breach. Uh, or Debo, the Steelers cut my boy Jay Sam, Jalen Samuels, cut by uh, awkwardly his old offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, who's now the OC, uh, was the OC here in Raleigh for NC State, now the OC for Pittsburgh, and they decided not to hold on to Jay Sam uh, Wilson. I found that to be pretty surprising. I, I think Jay Sam could be a nice little pickup for a team that likes to use its running backs in, in pass catching roles more. Yeah, his sort of lasting memory in Pittsburgh is when every running back was hurt a couple years ago and he ran for like 100 and 25 against the Patriots late in the season. I don't that they actually won the game. That wasn't the Jesse James game where he caught it and he didn't catch it. Uh, he actually um, helped lead them to victory. I think his biggest, I like Jay Sam too. I would have kept him. Uh, I, I thought it was not surprising because we knew it was going to happen. Some Steelers fans were like, why is Benny Snell going to make it when he was injured for most of the training camp? And he's basically carries the ball for two and a half yards. Uh, but Tomlin likes him and they kept Benny Snell. And I think Jay Sam's biggest uh, sort of knock against him, if you will, is that he is not strictly a running back. He's sort of a jack of all trades. And he did a lot of that. Actually, it's a tight end, I believe. Right, exactly. So um, I think that could be, it's not a bug, it's a feature, but it has to be the right system. And it feels like something, the Patriots or the Saints will sign him and he'll, you know, have 800 receiving yards this year or something. <laughs> yeah, I could see him actually being, uh, let me make sure, that, was he, he won, maybe it was, um, no, he's drafted as a running back, but he, Made the all ACC preseason team as a tight end, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's not he's not a pure running back, he's a an offense. Do it, it's just surprised that, um, it's surprising. Yeah, in college, he was listed as running back, fullback, wide receiver, tight end. It's surprising that Matt can't. I don't know, I'm just just surprised that they they released him. I mean, there it feels like they must be given a ton of carries to Najee Harris here. Well, they didn't give him a lot of run in preseason. He was in in the fourth quarter, and then Najee Harris could be number one. Anthony McFarland, who's sort of a change of pace, and who um, also played with uh, Matt Canada at Maryland. In Maryland, a change of pace, speedy back is going to be the number two, and then um, Kalen Balaj made the team. He had a pretty good training camp, and and then of course Benny Snell. So they have four guys for now, and then um, Derek Watt is. The I forgot Balaj there. I would have taken uh, Jason over Balaj, but that's just me. Fair enough. Okay, uh, Chiefs waved Darwin Thompson. Uh, not a crazy notable move, but I think it's important for fantasy because if you are drafting uh, in your fantasy draft, Daryl Williams is now the let's is now the key primary back for the Kansas City Chiefs. A key primary backup, excuse me, for the Kansas City Chiefs. The, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, the main back there, and then Jarek McKinnon behind him and Derek Gore. So Daryl Williams with Clyde Edwards-Helaire dealing with an ankle thing. Even though he'll probably be ready to go in week one, Darren Williams probably a pretty good flyer near the end of your drafts. Indeed. Yeah, I was a I was a Darwin Thompson fan. He played at Utah State with uh, Jordan Love. Me too. But um, you know, it's a numbers game, and if you're like a lot of other guys, sometimes you're going to be the person getting the short end of the stick. 
That is correct. The Raiders, uh, according to a report, I think Tom Pelissero of NFL Media uh, had this one out there, had that said that John Brown, Smokey, Smoke, smoke. Uh, asked for his release from the Raiders, and he was granted that release. So Brown dumped by the Bills, signs with the Raiders. Now, no job. I wonder if he'll have a market. And he's a straight line yeah. guy. Yeah, I feel like he'll have a market. You yeah, have he, a guy. Yeah, he finished. He was good in Buffalo. Nearly yeah. 500 yards last year. Uh, who gets um, who gets on the field first in the regular season? Smoke Brown or Cam Newton? Uh, Smoke John Brown. Brown. John Brown's yeah. 31, by the way. I was going to say, that's the only. You're on the he's wrong side old. of 30 as a receiver. He's going to sign a, a veteran minimum deal. You pay him a million dollars a year, and he goes out there and runs, runs nine routes all day. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, he's got 2,000-yard seasons in his career. He should. I wonder, with the Raiders, that. I guess I guess Brian Edwards they want to give run to is a third round pick from 2020, and then Henry Ruggs, of course, Hunter Renfro's in there. You know, you're going to see Darren Waller. Uh, I heard uh, Peter Schrager on the uh, Ringer Fantasy Show talking that, saying that he hears that Fabian Moreau, Foster Moreau, excuse me, is going to ha- catch a bunch of passes too. So maybe John Brown just looked at the situation and realized, man, there's just not a, there's too many mouths to feed here. I want out, and the Raiders were willing to let him go the Bengals. i think anybody cares about the Bengals, but they released mike daniels bit of a mm. shot there breach Princeton, first of all everyone cares about the Bengals. i feel like i've gotten so many tweets about how we should just make this a Bengals only podcast uh but i tell those people no there's 31 other teams we need to talk about uh mike daniels i would say not totally surprising we saw yesterday the Bengals traded with the giants they brought in a defensive line with bj hill and so Again, like Wilson said, it's a numbers game. You brought someone in. You've got someone's now going to have to be expendable, and that ended up being Mike Daniels. I actually thought a uh, mildly more surprising cut, but not completely surprising from the Bengals, was Michael Jordan. Not that Michael Jordan. Uh, he was a starting guard last year. He started 10 games, and I will say, when you look at those two cuts, if the Bengals feel like they've upgraded so much that they can cut a guy who started on their defensive line last year and a guy who started on their offensive line last year because they feel that they've gotten way better at those two positions, that is a good sign. So Mike Daniels, Michael Jordan, the two Mikes, Mike and Mike, Mike and Ike, they're gone. You just what'd, you, what'd you think of the three snaps that Joe Burrow took in the final preseason game? Uh, the best three snaps I've ever seen a quarterback take in the preseason. The highlight of the, the highlight of the Bengals 2021 was Joe Burrow limping out of the field and getting a standing ovation and throwing a pass to Jamar Chase that he what dropped. It, what it, what it, yeah, what did Jamar do to it? That's a that's a huge concern. Like the, Zach Taylor's playing it down and Joe Burrow's playing it down. Jamar Chase is playing it down. And Jamar Chase never had a history of struggling with drops. He dropped three, two games in, in the second preseason game, dropped another one in this game. I mean, are you at all a little concerned about what's going on? Yeah, definitely. There's like a... concern. I mean, unless it starts happening in the regular season, and then if it does, then Jamar Chase just becomes a super decoy, and you start throwing a T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd more. For the fifth overall pick? Hey, if it makes the offense better, Ryan. Decoys are good. All righty. You don't know anything about decoys, do you? No. Bill Romanowski, still in the uh, chat, wants to know, will Trey Lance take over the – Raisins in San the rains in San Francisco. The raisins, are you serious? Oh, I used to rains anyway. That's how, that's how that's rains. That's, um, but, yeah, it's raining. You don't take over precipitation. You take over the the. Not with that attitude. 
<laughs> yes, that, that's 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 true. Uh, Trey, I don't think so. I think they are really going to alternate quarterbacks like they did in the third preseason game. And Trey Lance has a chip, a chip uh, fingernail, I guess, or chip finger. That's what they're calling it, a chip in his finger. Is that like a micro chip on the it, bone? He got vaccinated. They put the chip in his finger. Mm-hmm. Now we know where he but, is. But I mean, this is like slightly concerning. And Kyle Shanahan say he can't even take snaps right now because the finger was so it needs to chip. heal. It chipped. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you know, speaking of, speaking of chips, have you had the uh, Cape Cod uh, sweet and spicy jalapeno chips? My goodness, they are good. Jesus, this, Cape this Cod. Is, this is the dog from uh, up. Just I can't afford Cape Cod chips, Brinson. <laughs> But uh, Brinson mentioned that they're going to do this back and forth thing. I don't know. Number one, Jimmy Garoppolo obviously isn't going to be comfortable with it, not because he just wants to play, but also in terms of getting in a rhythm as a quarterback. I don't know if Trey Lance is going to be able to get into a rhythm as a quarterback either, unless the plan is to have him run the ball a bunch, which is what he did in those first few series. So I, I don't. I think they might lean on Jimmy G and try to, you know, fingers crossed he stays healthy. I think as long as he stays healthy, he remains a starter if they're if he's playing at a, a B level or better. And also, you know, they open up against the Lions and the Eagles. No offense, Debo. Both of those are winnable games. Uh, and I think that because Trey's dealing with this finger chip, that if you go into Detroit, you know, and you're up <laughs> 20 to not, you start Jimmy Garoppolo and you get up early. You don't even think about playing Trey Lance. You just let him heal for another week. You go to Philly. If you get up early, you don't even think about Trey. You know, let him heal because you don't want that finger to get worse. And then implement your two platoon system when you're playing teams that might actually beat you. I don't think the Eagles can beat them. Can they? Debo, who would you pick in that game right now? The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Didn't even hesitate either. I <laughs> two touchdowns. Oh nice. My two down. touchdowns. That's hilarious. But yeah, so I, I don't think that Trey Lance is going to be. If he starts this week, I'll let's put the over under at week seven and a half. Trey Lance gets his first start. Seven and yeah. a half. Barring non-injury, I think it's over. I will I will also take the over there. I think that Trey Lance will – and the reason I think I like the over is that I think Jimmy Garoppolo will win games for the 49ers. I think the 49ers roster is good enough that they will keep winning games, and I don't think that uh, Kyle Shanahan will bench Jimmy Garoppolo if they have a good record and if he's playing well, and it gives him time to keep easing Trey Lance into the starting role. I'll tell yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, uh, yes. Anyway. And, and the 49ers buy is in week six. That's why I gave you guys seven and a half as the over-under. Maybe you thought they'd come out of the buy and start them in week seven. All, All right, right, what's next? Right. Pup list announcements. These guys can't come back until week seven. Who would you say is the biggest loss for their team? Michael Thomas, David Bakhtiari, or Stefan Gilmore? I mean, Gilmore... Bakhtiari and Michael Thomas all seem pretty important to their teams, yeah. uh, what they do. Bakhtiari, perhaps the most. I know Aaron Rodgers is great at what he does, but he doesn't like getting hit like every other quarterback. It's just a matter of him getting the ball out quicker. Uh, I would pick Bakhtiari by a lot. Yeah, I think so. Michael Thomas, but we'll see. Like, uh, Marcos Callaway has come on in New Orleans, and that's great and all. But yeah, preseason. My point is that if you don't have a, a wide receiver to go to, yeah, and you have Alvin Kamara and then to help you in the backfield, then Jameis Winston sort of you know, trying to do it on his own. James Winston doesn't need a receiver to throw, throw it to the other team, Ryan. <laughs> throw it to himself. <laughs> All right. right. This guy uh, hates James Winston. Yeah, I agree. It's Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari feels like the answer. 
All right. Uh, anything else? And yeah, I mean, Stefan Gilmore, you know, he's sort of, it's a weird situation. There's even talk that he might get cut and Michael Thomas, if he's back in week seven, I think the Saints would be pretty thrilled given how their whole offense is set up. But yeah, Bakhtiari, certainly the bigger deal in that case. All right. Anything else to add before we get out of here? Nope. Uh, the Buccaneers cut Ryan Griffin, who is most notable for being Tom Brady's wingman and carrying drunk Tom Brady off the boat in the parade. So Good Blaine point. Gabbard and Kyle Trask, the Kyle Trask is the third round pick, I believe. I still stand by the idea that Blaine Gabbard starting 17 games would lead the Buccaneers to the division title. <laughs> cool. That's a weird that can be Ryan's bold prediction for Thursday. Uh, we go. will be back to, let's see, we'll have a oh, tomorrow got my boy uh, Gup from Gup's Corner dot com on to do some uh to do some more gambling content and we'll have kenny white on later in the week to talk week one line subscribe rate and review thanks for listening thanks for watching for ryan and john we'll see you guys later